Bigan Warren is an anthropologist at the University of Adelaide who has worked extensively on social aspects of obesity now for now for a number of years, and she's involved in uh, the select committee into the obesity epidemic in Australia, which is which is in process now now being uh, October two thousand eighteen. So, Megan, what is this select committee, and why is it? Thanks, Stanley. Uh, well, the select committee was um, submissions were called for in in May of this year, and the reason it was called for was because. Uh, the Australian Federal Government considers obesity to be an epidemic and there have been different approaches to addressing the obesity but nothing really has, has made any significant change thus far. So it was a time for um, the Senate to hear from different experts, I guess, and community members um, across Australia to try and pull together some evidence in the hope to to make some significant change into obesity, okay. particularly amongst children. The, the call was for obesity into the obesity epidemic in Australia, but a lot of the terms of reference were actually looking um, at obesity amongst children. Mm. Okay. So w what's new about this? Because obesity is not a new thing in Australia. Mm. Were there new experts or did it come in response to the World Health Organization uh, recent policy on childhood obesity. What, do you know what catalyzed the uh, select committee? I don't know what catalyzed it. I could be cynical and suggest that it's uh, the economic underpinnings of the cost of obesity on um, all sorts of services. Um, certainly, I think that the very nature of the language that they've used around epidemic, there is that fear factor that um, this is something which is constructed as out of control. So possibly it, the, it was a time to look at why hasn't anything changed? What's been done? Why hasn't it worked? So I think also internationally, with the, the WHO initiatives, that the timing was right for people to, to have another look at what, what's happening here and what, why hasn't Australia been able to address okay. obesity. So do you, think, do you think there are issues of national pride involved for the government or, or um, how strong do you think the economic side of it is? Because I know in the UK mm. the economic argument's very strong. I suspect it's the same in Australia because uh, a lot of the public health, health initiatives which have been going in Australia, which have been uh, providing significant funding into tackling things like obesity and smoking, uh, for example, more recently, depending on which government is in, have, have been defunded. So the economic imperative, I think, is the main issue rather than the national pride. Okay, mm. okay. I mean, it, yeah, it mentions here the short-term and long-term economic burden of obesity yep. related to children, as you yeah. say, the effectiveness of existing policies and programs. So was yep. there an evaluation mm. of existing policies that you know of? or There have been some evaluations. So the Productivity Commission looked at, has done some overarching work, looking at there are so many different programs across Australia, 
local. They've been uh, most of them are behaviour change programs, and to a lesser extent, some community and socio-ecological programs. So, was there an attempt mm. to try and sort of evaluate mm. them and coordinate those activities, or just to get an overview because there's one missing at the moment? Or? I think to get an overview because it's been uncoordinated. There's been very little attention to uh, evaluation. So, for example, there was a huge obesity intervention in the state I'm from in South Australia, the largest childhood obesity intervention. There was a, a significant amount of funding which was put into the evaluation of that program. However, the, there was a change of government and a significant amount of money actually was lost from that evaluation. So the evaluation was done. Um, however, because of the defunding, it's, it's really difficult to tell what the impact across time of that, that project was so it was it was generally I think obesity intervention programs they've they've been very different ones that most of them have been um, focused on behavioural change individual responsibility um, with little evaluation and little impact uh, on the obesity statistics and from what you're saying you know changes of government do change things so it sounds like yeah. There was a, 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 a good project that could have many of the answers and then that was defunded and so it really wasn't able to deliver because of, because of changes in, in funding policies. Would that be more or less right? Um, partly. Uh, if we're talking about the, the OPAL project I mentioned, mm. it, it really did attempt to address sociological issues. It did have a rhetoric in the beginning about social determinants but however I think there is this this lifestyle drift mm. where individual responsibility because it has such dominance that that combined with social marketing that that becomes the the default position so it, it, it did um, drift into asking people to change their behaviours and there's very good evidence when we know that 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 doesn't work. Sure. So there's a drift into, you know, the policies that have been done before, just out of the kind of inertia, policy inertia that you find. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, so Megan, can you tell us a bit about uh, your contribution to, uh, to to the select committee and uh, the things that uh, uh, that you're passionate about that 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 you feel mm. ought to be in mm. policy, whether they emerge in policy or not. What I'm passionate about is is providing a voice which um, comes from the social sciences. So when the the um, submissions were announced, I thought, what a great opportunity to to have a say here. So I spoke to some colleagues, including you, Stanley, um, who work in obesity studies and public health more broadly. So people um, across disciplines. So I'm very passionate about cross disciplinary work collaborations in this field because no discipline has the answer, we, we know that. Um, but particularly important I thought was to get a social science perspective on the table because there are hierarchies of knowledge around obesity and certain voices will get the ear of government um, and at, at this stage certainly in Australia less the voices of social sciences and less the voices of public health um, taking a social determinants and health equity, uh, gender equity perspective. So it was an opportunity to, to, for a group of us across Australia who work in the field to, to put forward 
um, some of our concerns. We didn't address all of the terms of reference, so we addressed, I think, about five of them. And because I've done a lot of work around social class and gender in relation to obesity, um, that was one of the main platforms we talk, talked about in terms of health equity, that there is a social gradient associated with obesity, and this is, this is very well known. And so one of our main uh, recommendations that a one-size model in obesity intervention does not fit, that you do need to attend to some of these differences if you're looking at the obesity statistics. Okay, and that's quite a powerful message when you think that, you know, if you're thinking in, re in relation to childhood obesity, then it's, mm -hmm. it's really, you know, about how you, you find alternative structures for, uh, for being able to, to, to make, make the sorts of changes that need to happen. So structural changes primarily. Absolutely. So we very much focus the spotlight on n not only agency, so we, we're not arguing that individual responsibility should be ignored, but we want to look at the ways in which people's life chances and opportunities and choices, of course, are framed within the structures in which they live. So be that race, gender, social class. So th this is really uh, a, a discussion about health equity. Um, and we think that that absolutely, if you're developing a program around obesity uh, prevention and intervention, then you have to attend to those contexts and those social determinants of health. Okay, absolutely. Mm. Do you think, I mean, I, you know, um, perhaps a provocative question, do you, do you think Australian governments are listening to this sort of message at the moment, or, or do you think there's, 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 uh, there's an openness in certain spheres? Well, I would like to be optimistic. So, um, after our submission, we were invited to come and present in person to the uh, select committee. And based on our submission, we got to talk a little bit more to those um, terms of reference which we addressed. But the, it was across two days, and I did stay, I did, or um, we, I should say, because I also presented with uh, Dr. Lucy Farrell. Um, and also Professor Vivian Moore. We stayed for the day to listen to some of the other submissions because we're very interested in the, in the tenor and the arguments which were being put forward and the type of questionings um, which the panel was asking. I was very pleased that most of the submissions that I heard that day, and across the ones I'd read there were about 150 submissions in total, many of them were saying that individual responsibility is limited, has failed, has not worked, we need to do something mm. other than this. So I was very pleased to hear that because it was consistently, it was a consistent message across different um, people giving evidence. So not just from us as the social scientists and public health uh, advocates, but also people um, working in other public health areas um, and also some of the people coming from a more biomedical perspective as well. Okay, well that's, that's really fantastic, mm, fantastic mm. news. Uh, how far they take that or how far it becomes embedded into a, a new program or a new thinking around how to address this, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll wait and see what happens when they report uh, mm. on this committee, I think uh, in November, so maybe next month. Okay, so mm. November 2018.
Yes. Okay. Watch this space. Yes. Watch this space. Okay. <laughs> Me- Megan Warren, thank you very much for giving us a, um, a, a perspective on select committee activity into obesity in, in Australia. Thank you very much. Mm, thank you, Stanley.